This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Drop into your nearest branch at Port Village Shopping Centre or Front Street Mossman. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Paul. Paul. Good morning. Look, a bit of a sad time because this is the end of an era and I'm not overstating it when I say that. First of all, before we talk about it and the history and and just how important your restaurant was for this part of the world, let's talk about how you feel at this particular stage, both of you. Well, we feel pretty sad about uh, what's happened over the year, like especially since uh, July when we opened for 12 days, we thought that, you know, that period was okay but then from there on with the borders opening and shutting it got tougher through the year and then we had staff problems and uh, finding staff up here at the moment is pretty near impossible. But how do you feel Jeff uh, when you see the end of an era? Oh well I guess I've been through a few different uh, periods of my life and uh, you know this was very enjoyable the restaurant uh, we've had been involved since 2003 so yeah we're gonna miss it but then again it's another world ahead and uh, my age I doubt whether I need to have too much worry from here on. How old are you now? 78 in a week. 78? 78 yeah. And not out? Well so far. (laughs) (laughs) Alison must be a bit of a sad time for you. Yeah, it is a sad time and I think it's uh, a really sad time for Port Douglas town itself because it is an iconic restaurant and people come from all over the world, not only Australia, to eat at the restaurant and obviously before we relocated to see George the Groper. So I think it's going to have a big impact on the town and yeah, it's a big impact on us too. We've, we've, uh, well, Jeffrey's been in it for almost 20 years and I've only been here in a, probably half that time. Um, it, it becomes a part of your life, obviously, uh, a business like that, and all the people you meet uh, in and out and all the town people and the business people you deal with. So it will, be, it will be a little bit hard for a while, but also we have to move forward. So uh, it's, it's the best thing for us to do, I think, is to, to, um, to close the restaurant and... Yeah. and do what we need to do now. Now, of course, the restaurant is on Wharf Street, uh, but in in the days of George the Groper, it was in a different location, and you were basically kicked out because it was it was to do with the redevelopment of the marina, which really didn't happen. Yes, and you know whether it ever does, nobody knows because with COVID and the lack of international travellers and domestic travellers who are very apprehensive still at the moment to book holidays and things, uh, who knows what's going to happen up here. When you look back on it, leaving there, you were kind of forced to leave there, weren't you? Oh, definitely, yes. We had tried for eight years, I think it was, to get uh, a lease from the then the state government, federal government, council. They all passed the buck, so... We, we were there for eight years on a month-to-month basis and that's very difficult to run and manage and upkeep the maintenance of a restaurant when you don't know if you're just going to get booted out the door. That's right. And then when it got uh, changed from Crown Land to Freehold and then it had several different owners, we still had no joy in getting a lease. Yeah. Nobody really knew what they wanted to do with it. 
George the Groper. Gee, we missed him, uh, you know, when you left that location. Oh, he was, he was as renowned as the restaurant itself. People, we'd have 200 people there, wouldn't we, Dale? The afternoon session there was, was worth a lot of money um, to the restaurant in that couple of three hours in the afternoon. There was really another session of the restaurant, you know. Did George the Groper ever get a percentage? No, unfortunately, he couldn't answer that question. So Tuna heads and trout heads, he didn't mind yeah, that. Yeah, so there you go. He did get something out of it, George <laughs> the Groper. He got his percentage. Don't you worry about that. So, okay, those wonderful that wonderful location, and that's where we discovered you guys initially, the chilli crabs, like out of this world. And, Alison, you are a chef yourself, and uh, you cook chili crab beautifully but that was the place to go for chili crab it was the place to go for great service great food then you made the move up to wharf street and you still kept those loyal customers that came from interstate and overseas when they got to port douglas they went straight to on the inlet they still ask about it the people that um, we still uh, contact um, sydney melbourne overseas they're, they're still asking about george the grape because a lot of them <laughs> Haven't been here for the last couple of three years, so they still ask, and I think we're on the water. Yeah, well, George, George wouldn't have survived really on Wharf Street, would he? No, well, he could. We couldn't shift him at that stage. We <laughs> we looked into it, but <laughs> be a hell, hell of a tank. We thought we might have a channel built from the inlet over to the restaurant, but uh, council wasn't impressed. No, but uh, look, those loyal customers, how how are some of those people reacting, Jeff, of, of hearing this news? Oh, well, they're not they're not happy about it because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they'd come to the restaurant, they'd, they'd be here for three or four weeks. Well, they'd go to the restaurant probably six times while they're here. And, you know, that's a lot for a, a, for people to keep coming back. Yeah, we've had people there that have been four or five days straight. Wow! Did they go home and wash and clean? And <laughs> oh yeah, they'd go to the beach and have a good day, and go to the pub, but they'd always okay. come back to the inlet to eat. Yeah, we are talking to Jeff Palmer and of course Alison Diamond, who are the owners of On the Inlet, but no longer uh, the restaurant is closed and they move on to other things, which we'll ask them about at the end of this interview. But guys, I want to ask why it is closed. Now, you said you couldn't get staff, but it was obviously COVID, uh, like so many businesses, COVID did you in? Oh, for sure, Paul. And, uh, you know, it, when when uh, Palachek ch- closed the borders, it, she'd closed them with no, no uh, order at all. And, you know, people had to... Some people were on the planes in certain places and... Uh, they were told that they had to go into isolation when they arrived and, and that stopped people travelling. So it wasn't good, you know, it was, certainly wasn't good for Port Douglas being a bit further away. So Alison, JobKeeper, how did that work out for you guys? Well, JobKeeper was a necessary um, part of COVID, obviously with people not being able to travel and businesses trying to open uh, they needed support from the from the government, but it wasn't the the employees weren't made accountable for their hours, so they were getting huge amounts of money, and some people may have only normally worked two hours a week, while they were then getting seven hundred and fifty dollars a week. Yeah, like they sh- they should have made people 
accountable for their hours. So if, if you normally work two hours or 10 hours, you got paid so much money. Not just a straight out, everybody gets 750 a week. It's a, it was a lot of money. So what did that do uh, f- as far as employees were concerned? Did that give them an incentive to come down to On the Inlet and work? No, it didn't. And a lot of people, um, well, in our case, went off JobKeeper because JobSeeker was also very good and said, well, for $100 less a week, we can go on JobSeeker and we don't even have to come to work. And that's what happened to you guys? And that's what happened to us, yeah, in, in several cases with us, yes. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a, it's an absolute mess. There's a lot of businesses uh, in this Douglas Shire that have, have had to close their doors. I mean, you can't help COVID, I guess, but it, it really has rocked our nation and the world, hasn't it? Oh, it certainly has. And I think when JobKeeper finishes on the 31st of March, there will be a lot of people made redundant because there won't be there'll be a lot of businesses that just can't afford to pay the wages there's not you know if you haven't got enough people in the town um you're not making the money how how can you pay wages pay rent pay all your overheads it's some businesses won't survive and businesses haven't survived this and uh it's going to be interesting after the 31st of march okay it's the end of an era guys um you're certainly sad but i guess you move on to other things i want to ask you what you will do now because you guys have got to keep active you're the sort of people you don't sit around in rocking chairs all day no we we like to keep uh moving we've we've been on the road probably for the last six years on and off whilst we've owned the restaurant because it's uh, we've always had it under management, which has been great. We've come back and forward to make sure everything's all right. But now we're ready to head off. When you uh, say when you say on the road, you mean travelling, travelling with a fifth wheeler um, all around Australia, which we absolutely love. We love. We don't plan anything. We just say, well, we're going to head there, and if we like it, we'll stay for a week, or if we might stay for six months. Or well, now Australia's your oyster. It is, and it will be really different because. The last five well, five years we've been travelling, there's always quite a few people on the road. But now, with people having nowhere to go, it, I think it's going to be like a major city out there. <laughs> so it'll be quite different, I think. A, a city on wheels. Yes. <laughs> so the roads, I think, are going to be very busy. Well, that's what's happening. I think the caravan industry is having a ball because I think now at this stage, I've heard you had to wait five or six months to get a van. Really? But you've already got uh, your home on wheels, haven't you? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, I know you do. Well, look, um, all the best to you. Before, probably the last question I will ask you, and I know you want to to say this, what do you say to all of the people listening into this podcast who have come to your restaurant, been loyal customers, what would you like to say back to them? Alison? We'd like to thank all our loyal customers and we have many many of them and thank them for supporting us over well for 20 years really uh we're going to miss seeing them all and uh i know they're going to miss coming to on the inlet and we're very sorry that we've had to do this it wasn't something we wanted to do but for us it was something we had to do and uh thank them with all our hearts for supporting us all that time that's wonderful jeff uh, I'll back up what Alison said and uh, also thank everybody. Look, we had a ball, especially when we were down on the water. It was iconic and we met a lot of friends over the years. We enjoyed their company. They enjoyed uh, George and, uh, you know, we, we met people we're still friends with over the years and we are sorry this is happening, but life goes on and I guess... Uh, 
um, Port Douglas will go on and hopefully everything gets back to normal in the next uh, year or so. Did you want to say something, Alice? And your phone's going off all the time here. This is, And I actually turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> people wishing you the best. What would you like to say finally? All the very good staff that we've had over the years, um, we couldn't have done it without them. They, they were good hard workers and uh, we appreciate that too. And the chefs, of course. And the chefs, you know, we have our day on and off with chefs, but that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, being a chef, I know what it's like. Yes, yes. It's a stressful occupation. Yes, it is. And I can say from personal experience, Alison, you cook a beautiful chili crab. Ah, oh, thank you, Paul. No, it's fantastic. Guys, have a very safe trip around Australia as you head off from Port Douglas. I'm sure you'll be going very, very soon. Stay safe and we'll see you back here in paradise. You will. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, this is still our home, so hometown, so we'll be back for sure. See ya. Thank you, Paul. Bye. Thanks, Paul.